Hello, everyone. We are so excited to have Cheryl Folan, founder and CEO at clean beauty brand Lila B on the Style the Francis podcast. She started Lila B after asking herself, why are there so many products? I first discovered Lila B while working on the beauty buying team at Barney's, and we cannot wait to hear more about her fabulous company. Lila B has been featured in Forbes, InStyle, Glossy, Who, What, Where, and many, many more. Thank you so much for being here. I am thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. We are all about making life and beauty routines simpler. So will you tell us a little bit about your journey to Lila B and what you were trying to accomplish for your customers? I think I was, I was a little bit ahead of the curve, I think post, uh, post pandemic, or we really can't say post pandemic at this point, but since the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people these days are definitely simplifying almost everything in their lives. And they're taking a good hard look, particularly at their beauty routines and, and the clothes that they have hanging in their closets, I'm sure. But, you know, years and years and years ago, (laughs) I had this sort of epiphany that I didn't need as much stuff in my life. I uh, am originally from the East Coast. I spent more than two decades uh, in the financial space working like a crazy person in Manhattan, where I was a female in a very male-dominated world where I had to work harder, longer, talk louder Mm -hmm. to, uh, to be heard. And during those years, I had little to no work-life balance. I had little to no balance in my life at all, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. And all it was, was run, run, run to either keep up or to exceed my expectations, obviously my personal and professional expectations as well as others. So it was exhausting. I took a project opportunity with the firm that I worked with for 21 years to move cross country uh, for two years, what I thought would be two years. (laughs) And I left behind (laughs) an apartment uh, with a closet filled with more clothes, shoes, handbags, and you can imagine a vanity (laughs) of products, beauty, uh, color, skincare that I could have never used in a given lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I moved to California and I started an extension of an office for a beauty marketing company that my firm had just acquired. And I was building the business here in California while traveling back and forth uh, by coastal for probably six to eight months before I settled in a little bit and started to really appreciate the California lifestyle. As hard as I was working, I also, and it was probably, I was you know, obviously in a different element, totally different uh, environment, uh, lifestyle change here in California. I started mm-hmm. to recognize that I was not only happier, but I was healthier with this sort of simpler life. It was, you know, jeans and flip-flops. It was Mm -hmm. not fussing with my hair. It was maybe one or two products and, and off I went. And I realized that all of the stuff that I thought temporarily I was leaving behind was not needed and I did not miss. So my two-year project turned into now 15 years. (laughs) At the end of the project, I decided that I did not want to go back to New York. So my firm set me up in a permanent situation here. 
It was beauty marketing. So I dealt with the best of the best in and out of various different beauty brands, helping to guide them on marketing strategies, sampling strategies. And along that path between my move to California, adopting, embracing, and falling in love with a different lifestyle, as well as a very interesting shift in my professional journey, I recognized just how cluttered the beauty industry had had become. This is nothing new, right? We could have said this 20 and 30 years ago, but even more so um, when I first identified this sort of clear missing brand, if you will, uh, that I was looking for was, you know, in probably about 2013, 2014. Ultimately, uh, what I desired, I had to create for myself. The one, two, three different products that I only wanted to use couldn't really truly give me everything I wanted and needed, but yet I wanted things to be simple. In 2013, 2014, when I was thinking about launching my own brand, the you know mega trend of wellness was booming. Clean beauty was ready to blow. But at that point in time, to be honest with you, it was sort of crunchy natural brands that you might find in Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And being a luxury quality consumer, really desiring mm-hmm. quality, there was nothing for me. So I launched Lila B. It took me 18 months of development. It was a very small curated collection to start. And as you know, I launched initially within my first three months at Barney's. And the entire line really gives that luxury consumer a clean convert brand from their luxury conventional products that they've used forever, that work, that are efficacious efficacious and that are simple. Every product in the line is multi-purpose. So one, two, three products is really, truly all you need. So I'm not only simplifying things, but I'm also providing that clean convert brand that women of today craving Mm -hmm. simple and easy are looking for. That's so great. Life, I think the best thing, well, you know, there's so many horrible things about COVID, but the best thing was us being forced to slow down and then realize how much stuff we had accumulated in our lives and Mm -hmm. all of the waste that was caused by that too. And realizing what life was maybe really much more about and focusing on quality rather than quantity. Yes, absolutely. And what you truly really need. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have another question, but first I wanted to ask you, where did the name come from? I, you know, <laughs> it's clearly not my name. It's way prettier than Cheryl. Um, <laughs> when I moved out to California, and as I mentioned, I, I adopted this incredibly, gosh, eye-opening, healthier lifestyle. Lila was my Rhodesian Ridgeback that I adopted. She was a year and a half. She came running with me. We went trail running every morning. She came to my office every day. She was definitely uh, part of my transition to focusing on a healthier and much more mindful lifestyle. So she passed, gosh, about two years ago now, but her name obviously lives on in the brand. That is remarkable. And I would have never in a million years thought that would be (laughs) 
I love it. Well, people either call me Lila, especially in an interview, or they think it's my daughter. And I guess in some ways she was my daughter, but yes, she's, uh, she was really very special part of my life. So, um, I'm sorry she's gone, but I love that. That's where the name came from. That's really, that's really wonderful. Now talk to us about how you're focusing on all age groups, because Obviously, this is important to me when when we are talking about skincare brands and makeup brands. I explained to Delia that pretty much anything would work on her skin, you know, because she's very young. Mm -hmm. But so many things don't work as well on my skin as I've gotten older. And I don't like to recommend things to people, you know, that I know aren't going to work for them. So I'm always very excited when I hear that you're keeping that in mind? Sure. Well, first of all, I'm a Gen Xer, um, 51 this year. So I was that guinea pig from the get-go. Right. Um, my mom is 79. She was mm-hmm. one of the guinea pigs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she too, you know, was the more mature woman with uh, more mature skin, um, who really desired more than what the conventional brands out there, you know, were mm-hmm. giving her. I'll give you sort of who we are and who my sort of ethos is around the products that I develop. I spend a very long time, arduous draining time, challenging my labs, both of which are in Italy and Japan. And I challenge them to take a particular product that I have in mind, I may even think about it from a conventional standpoint, just let's just say a primer. And I challenge my labs to not only figure out how to formulate and strip out what is bad, but also spending the time, effort, and money on putting in skin-first powerful active ingredients. So while we are not a skincare brand, every single product in the line has the most incredible skin first ingredients. And that's really what we lead with. Our product works, but our product is good for you while stripping out the bad. And I think that's the challenge in the clean space is you could remove all of the sort of controversial, toxic, Mm -hmm. not necessarily good for you ingredients. But if you don't back it up with what's really good, then you just sort of have that that empty product um, Mm -hmm. uh, of pigment. So we do talk to a very diverse set of, of consumers. And we're fortunate to find them differently across all of our different retailers and even talking to them from our home channel. We're at Sephora where it's a, there's a younger demo. Um, mm-hmm. they, they too appreciate uh, transparency. You know, there's a heightened desire for clean, sustainable products and transparency mm-hmm. about ingredients. But they also, you know, in that space and that demo, they appreciate value. So, you know, purchasing one product that does three things is very appealing. And then when we talk to the more mature consumer, they might be less price sensitive. And, you know, when we initially launched at Barney's, we were talking to her, you know, Net-A-Porter, Neiman Marcus. Uh, We are now rolling into all doors of Blue Mercury. So you can find me in about 70 doors 
so far and, uh, and more to come next year. Now we're talking to someone that is really focused on a, a quality product. So I, I think we have this incredible, you know, we're very, very fortunate to be able to talk to the different demos, uh, different consumers across various different retailers. But then obviously we've had a ton of learnings since the pandemic hit that's allowed us to really hone in on who's gravitating towards the brand, you know, our collection, our ethos, uh, and even me as a founder since the pandemic. And, and that's really where we are pivoting and really focusing on that Gen X and older woman, because uh, we've seen her come to lilabeauty.com more so than ever before since the pandemic hit. So it's been a very, very interesting learnings. That's wonderful. And congratulations on Blue Mercury. That's exciting. Yes. Thank you. They're an incredible partner. And I remember in 2014, 2015, when I was starting at Barney's and for example, we launched a brand called May Lindstrom and with even without sales training, the products were flying off the shelf. There was obviously such a need and sometimes teams can be trepidatious or not getting into a new space and category, but kind of like you were saying, it was, it was the exact right time and the customer was really ready for it. So mm-hmm. this next question transitions perfectly into what you were just saying about wholesale and your direct to consumer website. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before you were 85% <laughs> wholesale and now you're a 50, 50 split. So, or that will, we're getting there. Yes. Or yeah. So let's yeah. talk about transition. Well, you know, I can't really say that it was a mindful decision. Uh, I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. (laughs) I think that this transition and shift in our focus and our strategy was completely dictated by COVID. Since we launched the brand, there was just this incredible interest from the most incredible retailers, whether it's brick and mortar or, or .com e-commerce retailers. So our business continued to scale. And yes, it, we were well over you know, 80% wholesale prior to the pandemic. Doors shuttered. We pulled our field team, which was really our education training and sales team that was out in the field. We pulled them in-house to run virtual consultations that we ran off of our site. We focused there on brand intro to new customers, uh, product knowledge, shade matching, product recommendations, and really focusing on our entire ethos, which is three is all you need. Really the power of only three Lila B products And it's just so refreshing when consumers would come to the on-site consultation Zooms and they would fall in love with this idea. It wasn't just one product that they wanted to, to dabble in. It was the discovery of this real, truly authentic brand that is going to provide you with less and give you more. At that point in time, and that was, you know, summer right after COVID had hit, we started to gain the most incredible data on who was shopping with us um, on our own D2C. This customer, we recognized, 
had had to learn a new way of shopping. You know, it was that mature customer like myself, like my mother, who we didn't grow up buying a beauty product off of a computer. How did you, you know, you had to touch and feel it. I'm such a tactile person. I would go to the makeup counter at Bloomingdale's or Lord and Taylor with my mother and I would buy the whole line of Bobby Brown. That's not what happened. I mean, after COVID, how was that Gen X or even more mature consumer going to buy beauty? They had to learn how. While it might have been intimidating or daunting, they, they learned a new way of shopping. And we made it easy for them because we could give them and mimic that in-store consultation experience online at no cost. And they started to look at and purchase beauty online with us. This woman, um, we recognized through the data we collected, she, she appreciates a genuine, authentic brand. And that's why she was coming direct rather than going through retailers. Um, we would ask these questions. And they appreciate a genuine and authentic founder that they could connect with, you know, that they could really relate to. It was, you know, post-pandemic, it was, you know, we had to recognize more so than ever that, you know, this, this Gen X woman, she is now embracing not only a cleaner alternative to her beauty routine, but she is gravitating and embracing a simpler one. And we hit both. We're not only clean, but we work. We have, you know, high performance mm -hmm. products, but we make it simple. Today, and, and how we are, you know, we're building uh, our D2C business uh, with a much more well-balanced <laughs> uh, revenue split. These consumers are now carrying self-care from quarantine forward uh, mm -hmm. and buying into this power of only three claim. You know, three products is all you need. Finish mm -hmm. look with fewer products. I mean, this is this is what she's embracing, and and we have some really really interesting and innovative strategies and, and a marketing roadmap that'll cater to her going forward to make sure we keep her happy, intrigued, and loyal to the brand. It's so true about how do you pick something out to put on your face, you know, without being able to try it in a mirror. It sounds like y'all have really nailed that and made it because I'm sure, you know, how once you learn how easy it is to just reorder too as well online, you know, you continue to do it. Yes. Now we want to talk about your career in finance. So what knowledge did you take from that time and apply it to your own business? This is always an interesting question because, you know, I spent two decades of my life focused on, you know, business and finance, but clearly there was this little creative animal <laughs> that was uh -huh. hidden, hidden in there and less black and white than the career path I had chosen, right? And definitely mm -hmm. less sexy than, than the world I'm in today. I definitely take a more disciplined and measured approach to our business on a day-to-day -day basis. From the get-go, I really wanted to pace ourselves, right? And mm -hmm. build a vitality, a longevity to the brand. I never imagined us while in this mega trend wellness space and category, I never imagined us as a trendy brand, but rather a timeless one. 
you know, timeless mm-hmm. rather than rather than timely. I'm an extension of that. I live, breathe, purchase, and enjoy classic, timeless things and moments. And the brand is truly an extension of that. So I would say that my career really allowed me to understand that taking this sort of disciplined, slow paced process with the brand will ultimately keep us around for the long term. I know a lot of the younger people think that going viral is is what you have to do, but many people have gone viral with one product and then fizzled out. Yes. So from both a consumer perspective and also from the buying perspective, packaging that is unique and distinguished is absolutely imperative. <laughs> the little white pots just stick mm-hmm. in mind and many others as well. So will you tell us about designing your packaging and the little pebbles? Sure, sure. You know, there are so many things you put on your bucket list. I sort of had this 360 approach to the brand and what I wanted to create. You know, as well as I do, that there are beautiful luxury brands out there that are at higher price points even uh, Mm -hmm. that don't really focus on a package. The package will break or looks horrible (laughs) bumbling around in your makeup bag for just a couple of weeks. So when I focused on first and foremost, who we were going to be as a brand, you know, simple, minimalistic quality over quantity, I then spoke to various different suppliers about, let's talk about the most incredible formulations that Mm -hmm. was top of my, my list. And then secondary, uh, let's talk about the primary package. Let's talk about a package that, that consumers will be and feel proud to pull out of their makeup bag, like a piece of art will hold in their hand and they will have this incredible sensory experience, this tactile, incredible experience of this, this pebble or this, this, uh, uh-huh. this thought provoking stone. And so I designed and we, we actually custom designed and patented these stones and pebbles. Some are smaller than others. I absolutely love them. They have clearly become iconic to the brand. And obviously we have other products that are housed in various different other components, but the stones and the pebbles are collectible. They're covetable. They're giftable. Mm-hmm. I think pe- mm-hmm. people love to gift them because they're so unique. And clearly across social media, that's all we find is that they're clearly uh, photographable, Instagrammable, if you will. Mm-hmm. They're definitely all over the place when people talk to Lila B. It was really just a, a mindful decision of I didn't want to cheap out and really cut corners when it came to package. I felt like it was the 360 quality product that I really dreamt of launching. So that's the pebble. (laughs) Well, the pebble is fabulous. Just the way it feels in your hand, the way it opens everything. You didn't design it like some people design things purposefully so that they'll stand out on Instagram. And I know you didn't do that. That just happened to be a little nice little gift you got there. Right. Who knew? (laughs) Exactly. But it's like a little work of art, you know? Yes. Yes, it is. Thank you. How do you choose which products you're going to make next? What goes through all of that? What's the process like? You know, I'd say the product development, you know, new innovation pipeline is dictated by two most important things. 
Customer feedback is obviously key. And then the success or, you know, the visibility into what's really working, what's really resonating. So uh, I'll give you an example. Our lovingly lip tinted lip oil. It's a hybrid product. It's, it's your lip gloss that has these incredible treatment oils. So it really is that treatment and, and lip gloss in one. That was a true and very quick success as soon as we launched that product. So much so that I, last year, uh, right in the, the height of COVID, we pivoted from what we had had in our product pipeline, and we quickly developed on the heels of the tinted lip oil, a treatment oil, which was taking the tinted lip oil base formulation. We made it neutral. So it's a clear, beautiful gloss that enhances your natural lip color. And we added these power-packed active ingredients like hyaluronic acid and konjac root. And, you know, in the height of COVID, who wanted a lip product that was going to wear off on their mask? They did want something that was hydrating and treatment-like. And so that is an example of we heard what everyone loved and we knew what would be obviously the next best step for that product. And then we did the same thing recently. We have a beautiful skin prep product called a glow priming oil. You know, it's a total hero since we launched it. It's the three-in-one serum moisturizer and silicone-free primer. You know, you prep your skin before makeup application. That became a hero right out of the gate. So when we thought about product development and what was our you know, next best new innovation, um, we, we tinted the priming oil and just this past August launched a glow golden priming oil, which now gives you this gorgeous golden luminosity. That was just an easy pivot and it was a really easy decision. So it's really taking into consideration what's working. And mm-hmm. if you can be quick and nimble, just on the heels of, of some of those successes, considering that when you really strategize about your, your new mm-hmm. innovation pipeline. Makes perfect sense to me. It's very <laughs> fluid, right? You never yes. know. Yes. Tell us about how your brand is sustainable. This is a great question. I've always viewed the brand as sustainable in terms of our mindful approach, right? We were mindful and sustainable in that we encourage the purchase and the consumption of less, not more product, something that is rarely done in the beauty space. But when we talk about something a little bit more tactile In 2022, we will be working towards refillable options of our little pebbles. So should you want to keep your compact and just purchase refills, consumers will be able to do that uh, the back half of 2022. But to date, our thoughts around sustainability is mindful purchasing, mindful consumption. And clean ingredients. Yes. But I love that idea of the refillable pots. Yes. That's a great idea. What are the most popular products? I would say um, there's a couple of products that are always sort of at the top three and four. Mm -hmm. Um, Our Glow Face Mist is our hero. 
I would say that is the, the most universal product in the line. It mm-hmm. works with every, you know, skin type, skin tone. It is your setting mist, your primer, and your beautiful, refreshing mist, hydrating mist throughout the day. So it works for anyone, for any given task that it does, which is fantastic. And above and beyond that, it has a gorgeous French lavender spa in a bottle fragrance that is just, it's just gorgeous. It's Mm -hmm. not synthetic. There are no synthetic fragrances in the entire line, but it's just this natural French lavender spa in a bottle experience. And it dries down. The setting mist is not tacky. It is dries mm-hmm. down with this gorgeous glowy finish that everyone loves. Next, I think it's our new golden priming oil because it's your one and done. You have a beautiful golden complexion, but you also have your serum moisturizer and primer should you want to apply makeup on top or wear it alone. And then our lovingly lip tinted lip oils, as I said, were heroes from the start and our original baby, which is the divine duo for creamy lip, creamy blush for your cheeks, or even a creamy eye is your, your one and done on the go, easy peasy product. So those are our most popular. Well, they're all fabulous. It's hard to choose for sure. You've also been really thoughtful as you have developed the brand and added products, not too much. It's so easy. I'm sure the buyers were asking for more, more, more quickly. (laughs) Of course, of course. Yes. But we try to stay true to obviously who we are as a brand and pace ourselves and, and offer really truly the products that women only need or, you know, our consumers only need and not what they don't. That's great. I know your husband was like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Yes. (laughs) We have a lot of entrepreneurs and founders to our podcast. So is there any advice that you can share to them? Sure. First and foremost, stay true to who you are and what you'd like your brand to be. Um, It's very, very easy to get swayed. And as I mentioned before, there are trends, there are timely moments and timely brands, but stay true to who you are. Lead with integrity. Um, I was taught that a long, long time ago by the most incredible uh, manager that I worked for for two decades and surround yourself with supportive people, a supportive network of fans. There's no time and no room for naysayers. You really, you really need that supportive team around you. That's so true. There's a lot of difference between naysayers and people that you trust with their opinions. You'll get all the constructive criticism you need there. So you don't need anybody that's just. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's very unhealthy. What is something that people often get wrong about their skincare or their beauty routine? Oh, gosh, that you need five prerequisites before you (laughs) even start your routine. I mean, if products are effective, a simple one, two, three routine should Mm -hmm. do it all. And and Mm -hmm. that goes for skincare as well. I mean, you may have Mm -hmm. a night routine and a day routine for skin. But I truly believe that uh, it really is what has happened in the industry um, is just pushing more and more products, unnecessary products. So that's oftentimes just drilled into your head. I mean, I I was Mm -hmm. that beauty consumer many, many years ago. Oh my goodness. I know. Well, for mom and myself, the reason why it takes so long is because you have to factor in two hours for the skincare. (laughs) 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, also with all the extra, sometimes, you know, you're like, well, what does that product? It sounds like that product also does the same thing. Why are there two different ones? You begin to feel like you're being tricked by a brand and it is all about the money and then you leave the brand. Yes. Consumers are, are really much savvier, much smarter than we all were before. If you're launching a brand and trying to put forward a, a brand ethos that is mm-hmm. just sort of on trend, but you aren't an authentically living right. and breathing what you are putting out mm-hmm. there, they're not naive anymore. Hopefully, maybe we'll move away from that a little bit, sort of these like Instagram brands. It's almost like they're not even real products, sort of. They're just, this is what's trending right now. So we're going to put out these products. Well, and I think it depends on who they're talking to. The younger millennial and even uh, Gen Z, that's all they've really known, particularly Gen Z. So, you know, they'll probably evolve as well, just like I have, just like you have, just like my mother has. And there'll be an evolution. But right now, that's their moment. It's celebrity. It's influencer brands. It's timely brands. and, And I'm sure at some point when they're my age, it'll be something What is next for you and Lila B? Um, Well, we have some really exciting new products on the horizon for for, um, 2022. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about them. One is something that has been missing in the line for quite some time. It's taken me a bit to develop exactly what I want out of my lab in Italy. So new products on the horizon, more so focused on, once again, skin first, gorgeous quality products. We have several new partnerships that we're thrilled about. Unfortunately, I can't announce them today, but we'll circle back and let you guys know. And that'll be for 2022 as well. And then we continue to grow our home business in very innovative, scrappy ways. I alluded to the fact that we had gained a ton of knowledge. You know, once the pandemic hit, we have some really exciting things. We're pivoting to focus on how we talk to her. She wants to be heard, planning surprise and delight moments, possibly even delivered to your doorstep. Loyalty, incentivizing consumers mm. to talk. I mean, listen, that's the word of mouth is, is the best marketing channel we could ever ask for. That's right. And then focusing a lot more on, uh, on founder content. They want to hear more and see more from a real woman talking to real women. Yeah. Uh, you'll see a lot more of that as well as, uh, as content featuring, you know, more mature women and continuing to build our community, you know, engaging customer feedback series. We have a bunch of really fun things planned for next year. That is wonderful. That's so great. I think that's part of the thing with what Dilly and I do because we're not traditional sort of influencer type people. There, people can relate to us just like you're talking about, just you know, regular women that find something they love. And then when they talk about it with other people, there's a trust factor there. Yes. And you definitely yes. want to, you don't want to ever mislead people. That's why we're careful with the people that we choose to introduce to the audience. And that's why we are so honored that you were on here today. And I know you've mentioned it, but will you go back over all of the places where we can find the brand? 
including Instagram? Sure, sure. So obviously, yes, we are. We're on social and Instagram at Lila Beauty. LilaBeauty.com is our home business. So that's our direct to consumer e-commerce uh, in store. We are our entire collection is available in 70 blue mercury doors. Uh, next year will probably be in another 20 to 30. So we're in a handful. Um, we're right there in the village uh, and even down in Tribeca. So we're in the blue mercury, New York doors. Sephora, uh, we're obviously on .com and we are in store with a small curation of the brand with our heroes. <laughs> you know, we're available to ship internationally with our partners at Net-A-Porter and Niche Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at Mecca uh, in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, it's been very exciting and we, we have the most incredible partners. We feel very, very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Well, they're fortunate to have you too. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wonderful story and brand. Of course. I appreciate your time and thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Finds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.